When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Frank Isola, Israel Gutierrez, Marcel Louis Jacques, Clinton Yates. There's NFL news of the day that came out of nowhere. Saquon Barkley and the Giants agreeing to a deal. What just happened? Well, we will start with the news of the day. Bronny James now in stable condition after suffering cardiac arrest. We'll be happy to get to the news of the day from sports. Saquon Barkley, Jalen Brown's new contracts in a second. We start with the life and the frightening situation we're learning about today concerning the health of Bronny James. A Monday morning workout at USC turned urgent when the 18-year-old James collapsed unconscious. He reportedly experienced cardiac arrest. We're hearing it was a code three rush to the hospital for first responders, which is emergency level. And at the hospital, James was admitted into intensive care. Today, he is out of the ICU and is in stable condition. LeBron and Savannah James, you can only imagine prayerfully what their last 36 hours have been like, passed on their thanks to USC's medical staff through representatives. Clinton Yates, I'd like to start with you. You're in Los Angeles. Where are your thoughts right now? You know, it's a difficult situation because part of what LeBron James coming to Los Angeles meant was who he was going to be as part of this community. And USC was a large part of that in terms of how he connected with his family. LeBron has held high school tournaments there. There have been various appearances by him on campus. And we all knew what Bronny and Juju Watkins were going to be to what this next upcoming school year was going to offer from a USC athletic standpoint. As for the actual situation itself, most people on campus just found out. It is not something that everybody is talking about. It is not something that a bunch of people People know a lot about but I will say this it is beyond unfortunate because Bronny is a young man whose life position has been put in such a microscope how he's looked at the son of LeBron James this you know the person that he is that for this to I don't want to say cut short but to quell his current athletic career and whatever his life is to become is just very unfortunate that young man has a lot to look forward to in his life and I really just hope that everybody can understand that it's not all about basketball and this is just what goes on when you walk this earth and you hope that you get to wake up another day and draw another breath. Mm. Marcel Louis Jacques. Well Tony one thing I'm grateful for and I know the James family is grateful for Los Angeles has three of the five best hospitals in California. Two of those hospitals rank in the top 10 nationally. It's awful that this happened, but if it had to happen anywhere, thank God it was in a medical mecca like Los Angeles. So I just hope that he can obviously retain his playing form, but basketball seems like so far off right now. Mentally is what I'm more concerned about here. Can he get over a harrowing experience for an 18-year-old? All of this just, it reminds me of a conversation I literally just had with my dad Yesterday, he asked me if I was CPR certified and when the last time was that I took a course. And the unfortunate answer, it was too long ago. So let this be, I guess, another reminder, America, if your answer is like mine, it might be something to shore up on. It's something that everybody should have 
in their repertoire. Prayers are out for the James family. Glad that he's out of the ICU. Is Gutierrez. Yeah, my mind goes first to, to LeBron and just sort of how jarring this must be for him and his family. When you think about the things that he's gone through in his life, it seemed like a fairy tale. And it seemed like it would have just this finish of him and his son playing in the NBA together. And when LeBron plans something, it tends to work out. And then this is just must be so jarring for him uh, and his family. And then for Bronny, who, again, following a career path that his father took, you know, really worked his way up, seemed to have everything really going for him. And it's something that seems completely out of his control. Control, again, must just like put everything into question. And the other thing that I think of is the situations and, and similar situations that have happened in this sport and other sports uh, with, with men or young men falling to, to cardiac arrest at some point. And it just makes you wonder, you know, what's going on there? Is this a trend medically we're going to find out about? And the one thing that you do know with the James family is they're going to do their research with this. They're going to find out exactly the medical condition or if there is one with their son and if there's something that can be done and have him continue his career playing basketball. But obviously their perspectives and their priorities have changed greatly. And Frank Isola. Yeah, the parents got that, you know, one of those nightmare phone calls that no parent wants to get. In cardiac arrest, that means that his heart stopped beating. And all I could think about right away was a similar situation to DeMar Hamlin from this standpoint. If it was going to happen, you want it to happen in a place where there were people that could treat you. This wasn't like he was home or maybe in a park. He was on the USC campus. They were able to treat him right away, which is, you know, I'm, I'm sure LeBron and his family are in shock, but they have to be very grateful for that situation. What this means, you know, moving forward, who knows? And I, I, I agree with Izzy. I think LeBron will get a lot of answers, certainly. You, you just hope the best for this kid because everything that you've heard about him, just in terms of a player and a person, considering everything that he has in his life in terms of the wealth and what he was you know, born into, he's supposed to be a really terrific kid, a great teammate. And, you know, the, the future for him, I think, still looks bright. It's just a very, very scary situation. As of right now, it looks like and hopefully he's going to be okay. One thing that struck me here is the reporting in this has been airtight, and I think that shows a respect here, which is welcome, and it really is, is some growth in the industry in regards to the humanity of the athletes we cover. The question's over why. They need to progress with respect, too, I think, because it doesn't need to be political. Athletes have experienced heart ailments before. We've seen that recently, too, Israel. But I know you said there's value in knowing here. Yeah, no, I definitely wonder if there's a, you know, a, medicine, a medicinal reason for this, if there's a trend for this. And I don't think it's something that should be taken lightly. I don't think it's something that we should just be thankful that these athletes are okay. There's definitely something to be looked at there. And again, don't want to get into the politics of what could be, what it can't be. But, uh, you know, how many more of these situations do we, have to, do we have to go through before we sort of land on something that we can say, okay, we understand these situations a little bit better. There are those questioning about vaccines. There are those questioning about what in a world post-COVID or long COVID, what can possibly happen in this history of this sport? We have two. Hank Gathers is a complete st And Reggie Lewis, in my mind, as an older viewer now at this point, where we have seen players in their prime, the peak of athleticism, and something they didn't even know was in their bodies was there. This is the type of thing now that is in the LeBron James family. You know, life gives you a test sometimes long before it gives you the lesson, right? And now you have to find those answers. And we wish the best to that family as they go through this. We've been, it's hard to think about that and then turn to sports, even sports where athletes' bodies are in peril. But that's what we do in this show. And we'll start now with the NFL news of the day. Saquon Barkley and the Giants suddenly agreeing to terms. One year, 10.1 million. Basically the same as the franchise tag that he refused to sign over the last couple of months. 
But he gets $2 million up front, and then there are incentives up to $1 million if he goes for 1,350 yards or 65 catches or 11 touchdowns that are just above the numbers he had last year. Franchise tag can be in play again next year. But Marcel, you're our NFL reporter. I turn to you. What just happened? And what does it mean for the last week of conversations we've had about the running back market? Well, Tony, the Giants just pacified a guy who had no other option in this scenario. Saquon gets a chance to say that he beats the franchise tag. And the Giants, they get their superstar back at camp. Everybody's happy, right? But I ask you, America, what else was Saquon supposed to do? Because if he sits out this year, it opens the door for an Austin Eckler type to come take his spot. And I don't mean 2023 Austin Eckler. I mean 2019 Austin Eckler, who proved to be the L.A. Chargers running back of the future while Melvin Gordon was holding out for a new contract. And we heard a lot about this infamous Zoom call between the top running backs, right? You know who I bet wasn't on the call? The guy in the third season playing on his fourth team in three seasons or the practice squad guy looking for an opportunity or the backup who thinks that he could do the starter's job just as well. Those guys, they're going to raise their fist up and say, yeah, brother, go get your money, but turn right around and tell the coach, I'm going to do whatever it takes for the team to win. So he had no other option here. And he did what people have been doing for millennia, Tony, which is exactly what's best for himself. Saquon Barkley did what's best for Saquon Barkley. I implore other running backs, <coughs> Josh Jacobs, excuse me, to do the same. Israel Gutierrez. Yeah, he can only, I agree with Marcel, uh, Saquon can only do what's available to him now. He's in the present. He's not going to solve the future running backs issues by holding out or anything like that necessarily. I think it's entirely unfair, frankly, what's happening with the running back situation. Because if you look at this contract, for example, they're telling him, hey, you essentially have to have the same season as Josh Jacobs last year, which is leading the league in rushing, which is what Josh Jacobs did last year, and have a good amount of, of receiving yards. And then what? You're going to make $12 million? Like Tyreek Hill said last week, hey, I'm going to get 2000 2,000 yards this year. Okay, he's maybe going to add 50 yards rushing to that. Saquon Barkley can get to 2,000 yards and, and yards from scrimmage and still be $20 million apart from Tyreek Hill. That makes no sense to me. To me, this is on the offensive coordinators, the head coaches. These running backs, the special ones anyway, utilize them better. Make them worth more because they're obviously already getting a lot of rushing yards, but go ahead and build your offense around them. The Giants don't have a bunch of wide receivers to put around them. Go ahead and make Saquon Barkley the star and make defenses have to worry about him. I don't think def uh, there's, 32, or there's a bunch of teams teams in the NFL that is just set on the running back position, that all these guys are so interchangeable. No, there are some guys that are special and deserve to That's play. the philosophical argument, and, and I think the Giants would say Saquon Barkley is our star. He's the one the offense is running through. But in this particular case, Frank, I'll turn to you in New York after they're loggerheads for the last three weeks, three months, six months even. And now this, to take the deal, basically that is the franchise tag with a little hope for yep. incentives. Well, that's because when the Zoom call ended, guess what? They were all still running backs with very little leverage. If you want the crazy money, become the quarterback. Become, a, you know, a defensive end that gets to the quarterback. Here's one for you. Become a great forward in Europe and get money from Saudi Arabia. Maybe they'll offer you a half, a half a billion dollars, whatever the case may be. Saquon Barkley is a terrific player. Unfortunately, the position he plays in the NFL it, the market, it just isn't there. It's a, it's a short uh, shelf life. But I'll say this about Saquon Barkley. I think he did a smart thing here. 
because the Giants are a terrific organization. Players in New York are revered. You know how many Giant players have gone into bigger and better things when they've gone through that organization? The organization takes care of them. I think Saquon Barkley taking this deal, playing the long game, I think ultimately it was a smart move by him, and it's a great deal, obviously, for the Giants. And Clint Yates. Yeah, Saquon did what he had to do in terms of the money. And when you think about that Zoom conversation, I do think there is part of me now, and I've never believed this more than I do today, that maybe running backs should have an actual different CBA. Mm -hmm. Izzy, if you want them to be developed into different players, let them in the league earlier if their actual ability to play in terms of their longevity of their career is shorter. That makes sense to me in terms of what everybody talks about. People want to say that Sean McVay out here ruined the position of running back because he said he would never sign one to a long-term deal again. Well, if you want these guys to be the players, the more Fox of the world that you need, well, then let them into the league so they can do so and cash in when they have the chance and their bodies are at the best position. Saquon did what he had to do, but the conversation still continues about what the value of that position is going forward. And Marcel Louis-Jacques will be the last word. If being a martyr does nothing for a running back, it's like you're being stuck between a rock and a hard place, except in this case, the hard place comes with $11 million. Take yeah, your money. Not everything guys. has to be a referendum on everything, right? I think that's, uh, that's a yep. takeaway here. Giants have to be happy, though. <laughs> they were staring down something maybe they realized they didn't want. Giants fans have to be ecstatic. We'll take a break. Fire cell next. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. NBA news of the day now, and it's about money. Jalen Brown and the Celtics coming to terms on a super duper max. The league's first $300 million player. Five years, $304 million to be exact, guaranteed from Boston to Jalen Brown. And let me say this, it's amazing to me. You tell me it's apples and oranges, I say I love all fruit, okay? That in one moment we're talking about a star in the biggest sport by far, fighting for maybe $11 million from $10 million, and an equalish level star in another sport, not nearly as popular, $304 million. <laughs> but here we are, Brown and the Celtics together again for the price point, Frank, by ourselves. 
Uh, he's getting Killian Mbappe money. If only I had a dollar for everyone who's already tweeted some variation of, can you imagine how much he would have gotten if he could dribble the ball? Because our last image of Jalen Brown is the eight turnovers that he had in game seven. But I'll say this in his defense. He played very well two seasons ago when they made their run to the finals. And this has always been Boston's plan to keep Brown and Tatum together. That's why Marcus Smart was shipped out because of the luxury tax and the apron and all the other nonsense that comes with it. He is a part of their future. Like it or not. $304 million for Brown, Israel, buy or sell? Well, you have to buy it. And maybe Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown aren't the perfect pairing, but when you've got Jalen Brown coming up to free agency and he just gave you 27 points on 50% shooting and he's a wing player, of course you have to give him the Supermax that he's eligible for. I think what's interesting is going forward when Jason Tatum is eligible for his Supermax next year, they're basically just telling you, hey, we are committed to these two, and this is going to have to be a pairing that wins us a championship because they're going to you know, average at almost 60 points a game together and theoretically still getting better a little bit. 60 points per game and 100. 20 million per season combined once you get the Supermax for both. Marcel, buy or sell? Yeah, I'm buying. And Brown's got the title until Jason Tatum ultimately surpasses him next year. Brown deserved it. He had a great year. Career highs in points, rebounds, shooting percentage. He deserves it. But there are some things that he needs to work on. 54% of his field goals, no assist. Doesn't sound as bad until you realize, oh, I play with another ball-dominant mm. wing in Jason Tatum. So I, they have to figure that out one way or another, not to mention his turnover-to-assist ratio, one of the worst in the league. But I'm of the mindset, when you have good players, All right. keep them. So $304 million, but you still got to work on some things. Clinton Yates, buy or sell this deal. <laughs> I, I don't understand what I'm hearing here. Every single person has said, well, there's this issue, there's that issue, but of course you got to give her the money. No, you don't. My man has only been all NBA once, and that was last season, and it wasn't even first team. I'm that's sorry, why I'm selling this. Right? This is too much money for a player of his caliber. I'm not saying don't get it, young man. I'm just saying roster construction-wise, this does not make sense to me whatsoever. Football now. Buy or sell two Packers camp. Team president Mark Murphy said something. I want to know if you think is raising an eyebrow. He said that it will take a half a season to see what they have with Jordan Love. Quote, take half a season, end quote. Clinton, buy or sell a half a season. What do I tell you all the time, Tony? This is the worst coach position, position in, in the league. Yeah. And this is part of it. Nobody seems to be able to make a commitment to what they actually want to do with this position. Aaron Rodgers, the stench of him at the Packers is still there, even though he's gone in New York because they could not do anything. So your argument, though, is half a season. They, they should take the time that it takes. One season, two seasons to get a... They drafted him in 2020, Tony. We were doing this show from our living rooms then. They should have had it figured out. Oh, they should already have it figured out. Okay, you went the other way. You don't need a half a season. You should know already. Marcel Louis-Jacques, how about you? Yeah, who needs half a season? Us? Like, people who don't see the Packers every day? You've been around this guy every day for the past two years. If you don't know if he's got it by now, then I have no faith in it either. Wow. I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt because of how Aaron Rodgers worked out. If anybody knows how to move on from a Hall of Famer, it's got to be the Packers, right? No. If this is the case, I'm snatching my goodwill back like Nunu's chain in ATL. You guys are surprised. I thought this was going the other way. Like, you're only going to give him nine games now that you finally gave him the keys? I thought you would say he needs more time. Israel, how about you? 
I'm with you, Tony. You're giving him eight and a half games? Not really enough. That was jarring to me. I know he's been with the organization for a while, but practices and games are entirely different. This is Thank an organization you. that seems spoiled by the fact that they've done this twice in a row with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Like, oh, the next guy, we'll figure it out in half a season. No big deal. I'm, I'm in a place where they gave Ryan Tannehill seven years and still couldn't figure it out. So half a season? Man, that was, that was tough. <laughs> yeah. uh, how about you, Frank Isola? Come on, he deserves at least the whole season. This idea they see him in practice. Hey, there's a lot of people that are pretty good on this conference call for our show. Then they Yo! show up and they don't perform. So come on, give me a break. Whoa! But I'll say this about the Packers. Name I'll some names, this. Frank. I don't feel bad for them. They went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. You know how many organizations never have quarterbacks like that? They went back to back with two legends, so I don't care about the Packers. You've had a long run to begin with. You got it. Clinton is a conference call. So. Conference I, I, I missed the conference call today. Just, just, just over there. I'm not talking about these guys. <laughs> Clinton, thanks for your time today. Frank, see you. Marcel Louis Jacques is Rookie Tierras. South Florida Showdown next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Brewers Reds last night was off the rails. Ellie De La Cruz went deep but robbed by Joey Weimer. That got the Brewers Diamond Vision to do a little trolling. Next at bat, De La Cruz... Obliterated a ball 450 plus over that Toyota in center field that got the Berserkers hat, the Vikings helmet they're wearing in the Reds dugout. But wait, there was more. Yelich walking it off in the ninth. So McWalkie gets the big win in the division. They play a few more this week. Marcel, what's the takeaway from this series? First of all, I love pettiness, and this is fun pettiness, not like baseball's normal pettiness that involves a 90 mile an hour fastball directly at somebody's hip. Israel? My take is that karma doesn't exist. You get the instant karma, supposedly, right, from the Ella De La Cruz home run, but they lose the game on the walk-off. So I feel like, you know, karma, not real. Karma doesn't exist. Instant karma does, but karma doesn't. I'll give a point to Israel. Orioles 3, Phillies 2. This game had a playoff atmosphere. Trey Turner had a tough night. Two errors was tossed for arguing. He's kind of been lost this season in Phillies. But here's a play. Bryce Harper trying to score from first on a single to give Philly the lead in the eighth. Colton Kowser got him with the cutoff. Then Kowser, then one in the ninth. What stood out to you, Israel? 
What stood out to me is poor Trey Turner, already having a terrible year, getting booed at home, had two errors, and then he gets tossed because he too aggressively threw his equipment toward the bat boy. That was sad. Yeah. Marcel? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, when you argue for 30 seconds, you kind of force the ump's hand. He's just in a heightened emotional state. Love what I saw from Bryce Harper, though. A week after having the bat on his shoulder, he saw the emotion. He still came. Yep, yes, he did, buddy. Yeah, he was thrown out. Point FaceTime. Marcel, you got thrown out at the plate. Gutierrez, 30 seconds. Well, tonight is game two of the messy era here in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, whatever. But it's right down the street from my house. I had a friend of mine, a couple of friends go, got a little bit of advice if you're going, right? This Drive Pink Stadium was a pop-up stadium, and a lot of these seats are just kind of being added. It's kind of scaffolding seats. So whenever the people in front of you get up, your drinks that are in front of you are going to fly and hit you in the face. Be very careful. Hold your drinks in hand. Celebrate with the other hand. Careful because some of these seats very dangerous. And you got a new guy enter Miami. They should, you should check him out. Yeah. Marcel, you going there tonight? Let's get this man a press pass, please. We'll see you tomorrow.